Welcome to episode 14 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Uh, so let's go, Fabien, if you want to start. Yeah, thanks. Um, so this week, I want to discuss uh, some news uh, and rumors that are getting to uh, are starting to get more and more precise about the next uh, Meta headset. So it's it will be the Quest Three. Um, so the it's uh, the low uh, quote unquote low uh, price range of uh, the Meta headsets uh, because the Meta Quest Pro is uh, at, at a much more higher price. Uh, so it's set to be released uh, end of this year. Um, and so what we know for now is it should be a smaller form factor, so much more lighter than the Quest 2. Uh, there will be color cameras, so uh, it will be a real uh, mixed reality device. And it seems like the, um, the color camera are a huge improvement. Um, so I saw some someone make a comment that lifelike uh, mixed reality where you can actually use your phone, for example, uh, in mixed reality. Um, so we, let's see. And um, the, this mixed reality mode will be even better because they will add a depth sensor at the front of the device. Uh, so instead of using only the, the RGB uh, color values to map the, the space, they can uh, also use the depth um, sensor. So to really like uh, map and know where the walls are and such uh, thing like that. Um, so that's uh, a, a good improvement. Um, so I'm curious to know what you think about that. And uh, also we know that the Quest 2 sold, I think over 2 million copies, um, but the usage are actually quite low. So I wonder if um, this kind of device with the addition of mixed reality can bring more users, more content, uh, and actually have um, people use it more or uh, usage is more about content and we need better content for all kinds of devices. Um, so yeah, maybe Seb, uh, what do you think about the Quest 3? Well, for the improvements, it's nice. Uh, definitely having a dev scam like the HoloLens to track better the space and the environment and recognize the space and the environment so the headsets know where it is that's uh, necessary. Having the Quest Pro, I can tell you that it's not working most of the time, so you still have to calibrate every time, and it's bothering and breaking the experience, uh, basically. So having that on, on top of what they already have would be very nice. Um, and also the Quest Pro in terms of uh, mixed reality uh, with the black and white camera mixed with the only one color camera in the center make a weird mix. Um, you have a lot of deformation and what you see seems really diminished. 
you are not able to look at your phone and stuff like that. So yeah, if uh, I, I can, I tried the links where the links is using actually two RGB cameras and that was already much more better. So if they also increase the camera resolution on top of that, that should be a good mix. Yeah. Now in terms of usage, um, like you said, I doubt there is a lot of mixed reality application right now that are meaningful to bring more people to the mix and, and use it at least right now. Uh, and also the headset is quite big. So even though you use mixed reality with your friend or stuff like that, you will still have a huge headset on your face. So the form factor should be smaller to really be used in real space in other environment than only your place. So I think there is still a step into that to make it more consumer friendly, let's say. Yeah. Yeah, they say that it should have a smaller form factor, but I don't. We don't know how much. So, mm. yeah. Mm. But you said compared to the Quest Two. Um, yes. Yeah. Do they say how small will it be compared to the Quest Pro, which is already uh, smaller? No, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Okay. Okay. And what do you think, Guillaume? Well, uh, there are. A lot of things to say about this. Uh, the first thing I saw is that uh, about the controllers, uh, they won't have uh, the ring above them like on the Quest 2. And they are talking about passive uh, controllers, which would mean no batteries in them, I guess. Uh, but the question is, what kind of tracking are they willing to apply to this? Uh, if you don't have this upper ring that uh, basically was uh, the only way for them to have uh, an efficient hand tracking or maybe they're just uh, willing to use the, the hand tracking but yeah it's, it, it gives us a, a lot of uh, questions to, to reflect about. Uh, next uh, thing is that uh, I, 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 find, I find that there are lots of uh, headsets of iteration in uh, on the meta oculus uh, camp uh, we can see that the oculus quest 2 and oculus uh, uh, quest pro are not that old uh, we've already seen that the price is going down very very fast so uh, i don't know uh, how they can uh, uh, do this fast iteration headsets uh, because we we are more used to a, a one and a half or two years uh, time window of use and uh, we are less than a year right now uh, so i don't know if it's uh, a symbol of their financial difficulties and they are trying to find uh, the best headsets uh, to 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 make a, a huge breakthrough the, the population as you said seb uh, quest 2 is not that used uh, PSVR2 is uh, the number of headsets is lower than the expectation. So we are still in this uh, financial moment where people are not uh, uh, using their money for, for leisure or uh, entertainment. So uh, uh, once again, if these headsets are coming with some uh, very interesting use cases, 
for everyday life. I can I think people could uh, could uh, could still uh, buy them. Uh, on that part, uh, some people are saying that Quest Three should be an uh, a competitor for the AR uh, Apple AR headsets. Uh, because, as you said, they are making all the effort on the video see-through uh, technology, and I'm I'm finding this a bit weird or funny. I don't know, but uh, uh, for the Quest One, Quest Two, the video was there just for protection as a guardian, and now they are finding out that people are very are really willing to to use the AR. Uh, uh, Capacity of this, and if you are work, if you are looking on the media, social media, uh, you can see that the most trending video about the quest uh, is about the AR uses of this. Uh, so maybe there is a, a switch of, uh, from from the the meta team uh, from the VR to the AR, and they are finding out that. Maybe now they have the technology to, to provide uh, an efficient uh, video see-through uh, effect. Like the links uh, you talked about, Seb, a few, a few weeks back, maybe they, they finally achieved the one-to-one one uh, ratio, which make, would make it uh, easy to use. So uh, lots of question and stuff to say, so please, uh, uh, please uh, tell me your thoughts about it. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm curious uh, indeed about uh, like the controllers as well. Like really, how will that work? Um, uh, I know that Meta is big on AI as well. So will they start including some, you know, AI interpolation or AI uh, models to um, to, uh, for example, to build like an avatar? from only the two, the hands or only the two controllers. Um, that's that's a question, yeah. Um, and also comparing the uh, uh, potential Apple device with this one, the price tag is really different. So I'm really curious to see what kind of quality comes from both of them, um, both on hardware of course and uh, as we uh, as we discussed already many times uh, content because apple is already huge huge on content um, so it's easier for them to bring back that content into their device um, so yeah lots of questions <laughs> this year would be a very um, um, interesting year for for XR. Yeah. yeah. One on one on one on one of my fear is that uh, because uh, they want to 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 bring the the price lower than it is already, uh, they they would like completely uh, flush the, the the quality of the contour tracking because if they are passive, I, I really don't know what kind of technology they could use uh, uh, because it means that you don't have your uh, infrared. Uh, LEDs inside your uh, controllers and uh, yeah, it's very very weird. And no cameras either, like in, on the Quest Pro, uh, you they are using cameras inside the inside oh, the yeah. controllers. To... Mm -hmm. 
control temperature. Yeah, like like live uh, live is doing as well with their inside out tracking uh, devices. Mm. Yeah. And also removing the force feedback is the mm. ball move. I think exactly. That's a lot to the interaction. That adds a lot to the interaction. Mm. And also they removed from what I, I have seen the eye tracking and the face tracking. So you will not be able to have expression mm -hmm. and show that to other users. So yeah. Yes, maybe this is a complete switch from VR to the AR. Uh, because this is what people once again the AR use cases for, for most people is the easier one to, to adapt. So maybe they're just targeting this audience. Uh, maybe less games and more everyday life uh, interactions. Yeah, but that, that seems weird to not have the expression on face or face tracking yeah. or eye tracking because yeah. you need to convey that even more in augmented reality. You need to see mm -hmm. the reaction of the other user next to you. Mm -hmm. So that seems really weird to remove that functionality. Yeah. So we will see. We'll see. Uh, it's uh, it's for the end of the year, I guess. Um, yeah. And we'll have the hopefully AR uh, April AR headsets uh, announcements before that, so they could still modify their uh, their product uh, by by that time, I guess. So, do you have anything more to add, uh, Fabien, or maybe Seb can uh, can talk about his own topic? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, Seb. Great. All right. So today I wanted to talk about Nvidia that released uh, its new AI generative character uh, system with a nice video um, showing uh, a standard character. Uh, a human being asking question uh, in the game to a, to a 3D character, which a voice uh, and and and, uh, and text are controlled by AI. So here it's the user speaking, and the engine is the the AI character. So I think it's moving pretty fast also on the game uh, side. And it seems like it will bring a much more interaction and not a predicted uh, interaction with, uh, with the game and with the character in the game. So I think that that's good for the genre and, and the, the the quantity of stuff that will be uh, available inside the game, the, the ability to really talk to a character and ask your direction and be more free in, in the game. Uh, I don't know what is your thought on that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll start if you want. Uh, so I saw the, 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 the video as well, and I'm, I'm, I'm a bit... Uh, Disappointed, I guess, because uh, when you're watching this video, uh, in fact, the, the the exchange between the user, the real user, and the AI NPC uh, is quite common. Uh, mm. 
this is <laughs> I saw some comments about this and people say well yeah this is exactly the kind of conversations that you are skipping when you're playing mm. so uh, we don't really see the point in this uh, I I think they're they're kind of missing the point here uh, for technical demonstrations you should have asked like uh, completely random question for mm. for the NPC to to answer right now I can't see the difference between what we have now and what they are proposing, uh, despite the fact that the, the, the player is uh, speaking freely instead of checking uh, pre-programmed uh, a dialogue. So this is uh, the first uh, element. And on the technical part, uh, if it's real time, uh, this is very impressive that we, we are seeing that there are no latency between the time the player is speaking and the time the, the AI NPC uh, mm. is answering. Because we saw some uh, some stuff uh, in the past few weeks and you had like less than a minute, but you had some quite latency uh, for you to wait uh, the answer. And currently there are no, no, no time between that anymore. So this is a great, great point. But yeah, they, sh they should have uh, demonstrate something more uh, open than just a classical uh, conversation. Uh, yeah. Is it the case though? Is it really completely open and you can ask any question to the to the user, or is is there like a storyboard implemented in the world game and character are getting the information from there? Uh, I, well, I guess it should be completely open because if you are uh, restricting. Uh, the, the, the answer or the spectrum. Uh, well, people will try to, to answer any any kind of weird question and, uh, and the, the NPC will always bring you back to the, the perimeter. So, uh, and mm. you will lose the immersion very, very fast. Because, uh, uh, so I think they should find a smart way to bring people back through the conversation instead of uh, saying, yeah, you're, you're not talking about the mission. Uh, please uh, ask me a question about the mission. <laughs> but I wonder if the world point is more to, to show that the, you don't need any more uh, a graphics that will animate all the, the face oh, okay. tracking and really have that directly embedded in your game without bothering uh, about that. But you can still bother about the content and the art direction and where you want the user to go next. Mm -hmm. with, a, with a scripted storyboard on which the character and the AI are getting the answer to answer the, the, the player. Okay, in that way it makes sense. But once again, the, the, the message of the demonstration is not that clear because mm. I, as, as you are seeing, I, I didn't understand what, mm. what was the, 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 uh, the technical stuff they would like, they are willing to, 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 to show. So I guess the video was also shown at the conference, so they, they talk, must have talked about it around, yeah, around the I video. Guess. I'm just showing the video right now. Uh, Fabien, any thoughts? Um, yeah, so I agree with uh, what you just said. And I, I think, yeah, it's, um, uh, we, we already talk about how AI and gener generative AI can uh, increase the the life uh, to to say the world of the of the characters in the game and uh, indeed make the development much faster 
like instead of coding every line of speech, uh, just giving uh, a persona to the AI and the AI can use that persona to, uh, to create a, a dialogue. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's very interesting to see how this will be actually used because for example, in an open metaverse where there is no scenario, it's, uh, it could be yeah, just a conversation. But I think in a game where the scenario is, uh, has to be somehow uh, created, uh, as you say, is how, if you ask him, uh, like, uh, I don't know, uh, what did you do for Christmas? Uh, how the AI will like bring back the conversation to the game, uh, <coughs> the game narrative? Um, I don't know, but uh, still it's in progress and uh, NVIDIA is benefiting a lot from the hype on AI. Um, they have a lot of uh, income thanks to selling the GPUs that are used to uh, train uh, AIs. So uh, it's becoming uh, a major, major player uh, on the one of the biggest actually. Uh, so it's very, very important, very, very interesting to see where they are going. Yeah, you're right. You, we can see that they're for for the the small bigger player uh, in the GAFA, or, and and so you can see that Nvidia is making its way up to the top, and uh, some people were talking about the semiconductor uh, era in 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 which we are uh, entering with the AI AR A AI era as well. So it's very very interesting. Uh, and and once again, it's uh, it's been done in a in a few months or week because uh, back in twenty, the, the, you, you just have to to check at the stock market price of the Nvidia, and it uh, it, it did uh, uh, it, it's ten times bigger than it was in twenty twenty one. So uh, it's it's very very fast. So next topic, said uh, said yeah. Yeah, it's about uh, bouncing on the same subject, uh, putting AI in a, in a character, but this time a, a robot with facial expression. And having him uh, talk and answer to your question uh, with face expression that uh, match what they're answering to you. Um, same here, I think that's going very fast and the results are quite impressive. Fabien, if you want to start on this. Um, uh, do, do you want me to take the positive way or the negative <laughs> way? <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> um, no, just joking. So yeah, indeed it's going very fast. Um, and um, one thing I, to mention is this is a cool demo. But the, the time for this to be actually accessible and I don't know, for example, uh, a robot that would be a, a clerk in a hotel, for example. Um, I think the, the number of safety uh, issues that can rise from, for example, just using an open AI API <coughs> without any uh, other layer of control uh, can lead to, uh, to real issues. Um, 
I saw, for example, that and there was there is an influencer, I forgot the name, who created like a fake version of herself using uh, OpenAI APIs, and uh, she created a service where uh, people, well, guys, of course, would uh, pay one dollar a minute to discuss with that AI. Uh, and it didn't, didn't go well. <laughs> uh, the AI started to uh, reply completely uh, uh, strange, weird, false things. Uh, but still, yeah, the, the the video that you are currently showing, said the expressions are, are um, it's a bit uncanny, but it's, uh, it's getting uh, better and better, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't agree more with you, Fabian. Uh, I guess the, 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 the most impressive part of this video is uh, the famous uncanny, uncanny effect uh, that is quite not there anymore uh, because from all the, the humanoid or face, uh, robotic face uh, animation that we could see uh, in the past few years, there was still this cringy uh very weird uh, uh phenomenon when you're seeing them and I, i'm not that uh yeah it's not that uh weird anymore you you can get used to this face and it's not uh scaring or disturbing anymore so uh, mm. good job on that and uh yeah once again the robotic uh field is very exciting but we can see that from the, the previous uh, video of uh, Boston Dynamics, for example, and when they are selling the product, there is a 20-ish year window. <laughs> so uh, we can guess that this kind of robot won't be seen until uh, 2050 or something like that. Mm -hmm. But we, we are getting it, we are getting in this, uh, uh, in this uh, sci-fi, vision of our world with where we will have uh, some AI robots uh, in our in our lives. Yeah. Okay, so anything more from you too? No. Okay. Also, I'm back Okay, so sure for starters, I just want you to, I just want to, to show you a, a very fun video that uh, the Insta360 team just released. It's a stop motion uh, video made with 360 Insta camera. Uh, and then find the, the concept very, very well done and um, Apparently, it took them one month to to create this uh, this animation, and uh, it, it, I just find it very very cool. <laughs> so I'll just let you see what they they've done. But they 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 made this kind of uh, gesture, animation, interaction, or navigation inside the three D space, a uh, three sixty space. Uh, and uh, why I wanted to show this video is that. We, we talked about this uh, a few weeks back, is that the, the way 
people are now use now using uh, the 360 content is not really what they they were uh, thinking of at the beginning. Uh, we talked about the extreme sport uh, usage of these uh, 360 cameras for them to have uh, uh, more dynamic uh, shots, and we can see that uh, you can do uh, creative 360 stop motion uh, video as well. Could you explain what is 360 inside the, the video? Because right now what you show was only from one point of view, but you are able to rotate the camera, right? Yeah, the, the camera is rotating, as you see. Uh, I don't know how they did this kind of effect. Uh, yeah, it's... I don't know how they did it. I, I couldn't see any uh, uh, footage of the, the, the creation of the content. Mm. But you can see that as uh, I, I guess the 360 part make it easier to create. To edit, uh, yeah. yeah, you don't have to, to mm. position the, the, the video as, as precisely as you, you, you will have uh, on a classical stop motion uh, effect. Yeah, and we can see that the, the field of view also changes. So that's very easy to do if you have a 360 image. Um, uh, like at, at the end, uh, towards the end with the, in the gallery, uh, not the gallery, the, the alley, uh, there, there are a lot of like, yeah, change in the field of view that makes this very cool effect. And that's easy to do with a 360 image. Um, so yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, I it's not all the, the, the technical uh, complexity of this, it's just the effect that is, is fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. number of shots that must have <coughs> taken, that must be amazing. Mm. Yeah, with uh, 360 and uh, Nerf, I think uh, creators, uh, video creators and creators more generally have uh, a lot of uh, uh, opportunities for creativity. Mm. Cool. So on my second more serious maybe subject is about the serial trio. I don't know how they want to, us to, to pronounce it, but they just announced uh, a new kind of AR lenses uh, hardware uh, device. And the breakthrough they are talking about is the, uh, the use uh, they, they can now uh, simulate the field of view of uh, an AR uh, glasses. So, uh, of course, this is one of the main issues using an HoloLens or a Magic Leap uh, device, as uh, you, you just have your uh, AR content at one uh, specific location in the, in the space. So apparently they are claiming that they solved this issue and uh, it's indeed uh, could be considered a breakthrough uh, given that uh, it answers uh, one of the main issue of the, the comfort when you are using your AR, uh, your AR glasses or device and devices. Uh, I really don't know how they did this, uh, they are just uh, communicating about 
the effect that they are uh, creating with this uh, lens. Uh, I guess there will be some kind of cameras filming your eyes uh, to uh, determine the, 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 the depth of field or field of, yeah, the depth of field you're your looking the, the, the object. So, yeah. Or what you're focusing on, yeah. Yeah. I so you can see, we can see it's yeah. still prototype uh, very it's not <laughs> a form factor that we could use in a in a real one but once again they 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 use some this kind of uh glasses classical glasses like uh, uh, uh form factor representation and uh, i guess it's motivating people to project themselves by using like classical prescription glasses with ar content well, we, we are not there, but we are getting there uh, step by step. So what's your thoughts about this? So th this would be uh, this would be like a, a lens or um, um, something that you put on the eye or it would be something on the on the glass. Well, this is uh, you have the glasses. Yeah, there is an holographic film on the on the glass, and apparently you still have some kind of project projection on the side. Uh, so it's it's still not what we are dreaming of, meaning just a, a LCD or whatever uh, device uh, that would be embedded inside the glass. Uh, we are still on the projection. Uh, technology, which is not ideal, we know, but as we can see, they are uh, projecting this or using this device in a very light controlled room with very, very low uh, external light. So we'll get that the projection is not working when you are, when you have too, 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 too much light in the room. So once again, it's a, it's a no-go for, for an AR device uh, on the <coughs> free market, but yeah. Yeah, I saw before, like two years ago, they were showing the same technology, but inside a huge box, uh, mm -hmm. and people were looking inside a small hole to, to see the same content. And now they managed to get it small enough to be able to do that in a glasses form. So it's already quite nice. Uh, it seems to be smaller than the HoloLens, which does the same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but the, apparently the same size as the Magic Leap for me, from what I, I can in terms of size in the video mm -hmm. um, and you said that it was not available before this kind of depth of field uh, for me the HoloLens 2 is kind of doing it with uh, the eye tracking so it shifts the 3D model and then change a bit the, the way it's displayed so it works a bit there is some kind of delay that make it not uh, not perfect uh, but it's even worse in terms of delay on the Magic Leap 1. Uh, I did mm -hmm. not test on the Magic Leap 2, but it was the same on the Magic Leap 1. You have like three layers, but only yes, three. Yes, this, uh, this is a difference between, I guess, this technology and the one and the mm -hmm. other one is that uh, you, you just have, between. Uh, yeah, you mm -hmm. just had one or two layers of uh, depth of field. And now apparently you can have like uh, way more of this uh, depending on the distance. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that makes the 3D model more integrated with the environment and more natural in the environment than having 
<clears throat> a perfect model, uh, completely sharp in terms of display, where you are not looking at it. Yeah. Mm. And um, I guess um, this kind of technology can also uh, drive the usage up um, because um, the it's less uh, strain on the eyes, so it's uh, more comfortable to use. Um, so, for example, what we talked about last week, uh, having uh, for work, for example, uh, having AR glasses for uh, from uh, morning to night uh, can be really uh, can be tiresome. Um, so, with kind of technology, maybe it can get um, more comfortable and more uh, easier to use for a long time. The eye fatigue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, the, that was uh, my topic. Uh, I don't know if you had, if you want to add anything more uh, about anything that you would you you would like to talk about for today. No, I think we're good. That was very cool. Okay, Seb. Uh, just one thing: the Krill uh, <clears throat> as a competitor, which is called VividQ which are doing the same thing and they seem to attack each other kind of uh, on LinkedIn uh, about that news. So it seems like VividQ will uh, announce also something similar soon. So okay, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. And mm. uh, maybe it will be <laughs> our topic for next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And yeah, that's it for me. Okay, nice. So 